Hello everyone and welcome to the Therapist Friend Podcast. My name is Juliana, I'm a passionate musician and athlete in my sophomore or second year of high school. Here I discuss topics related to the modern day teenager from the perspective of one, all in hopes to bring you insight, comfort, and reassurance. In today's episode, I'll be discussing all things 2021, ranging from my personal shift in perspectives, notable events, important lessons I've learned, and some talk about the year to come. So get comfy, grab a glass of water, and let's talk. Hello everybody, and welcome to the last episode of 2021. My goodness. Um, I also cannot believe that the year is over. Um, It actually feels stupid saying that, because this year has happened so fast, but... A lot has gone on in all of our lives, of course. So I hope you all are having a good day so far. Um, If I sound tired or my voice is a little coarse, it is the evening and I had work today, so lots of talking, but I'm really excited to just sit down and totally let loose. Today is going to be a very casual, very rambly episode, super similar to my dealing with loneliness episode, so please do genuinely get comfortable And just relax as I go over 2021 and kind of just bring this year to a close as we, you know, open the new chapter that is 2022. So there will also be a Q&A section at the end of this episode with just a few questions from all of you. I'll try not to turn those into mini episodes, um, but I just wanted to connect with you guys a little Um to wrap up this year so so much has changed <laughs> there's tons to cover so i'm just gonna go ahead and jump right into it so why did i choose this title 2021 the year i chose myself there's a lot to unpack so let's talk about it the main thing is just a new point of view and a new perspective in terms of three things in particular self-care friendships and school slash work in general. So let's start with self-care. I have decided to actually take action when my mind or body called for it or needed help. So for the longest time, I was only listening to my body, something that's important, but only really when you do something about it. So let me elaborate a little. Um, I'm going to be bringing up the end of 2021 a lot because I struggled immensely during that time and I feel like there's a huge contrast from then and now. So late 2021, I barely remembered to breathe. I was so stressed. I was piled with work and school and music and swim and it was ridiculous and I hope I never have to go through that ever again. Um, But I knew I was stressed. I knew I was tired. I knew I was deprived of everything. But I kept going for whatever reason, and that was very harmful, and the effects of doing that are still very present a year later. So this year, I made it a point to act when I recognized that my body or my mind was not well. So I gave myself a lot more wiggle room in terms of work completion, um, mainly homework and school, but even with this podcast too, my deadlines have been super flexible. My own deadlines that I've made, of course, not (laughs) with school or anything. Um, 
but working out, you know, that schedule fluctuates a lot more um, than it used to, and for me, that's totally okay. I get that there's people that are very strict, and, you know, it's it's wrong for them to, you know, miss leg day or whatever, but for me and for how I function in terms of working out, I'm okay with it now, and really happy about that. So I've also allowed myself to openly feel um, without feeling guilty, and I know that's a kind of tough one to wrap your head around, but I've just been a lot more honest about my feelings, and I'll touch more a little bit uh, later. You know, if I need to cry, I will cry. Not exactly in public, but if I need to just take myself out of a stressful situation at work or at school, I will exit the room. (laughs) So really just prioritizing my health. So moving on to friendships, I basically just loosened the grip on people that weren't worth the tight grip. This year wasn't huge in terms of dropping people or letting go of connections or situationships, but I've noticed I've been a lot more selective of who I lend my energy to, which was a huge step um, from the past few years. So I came to the realization that I was only holding on to friendships because, you know, say I had been friends with them for years, for a long time, and, you know, I would think it would be a waste to throw away all those memories and all those connections and whatnot. But, you know, I realized I'm not throwing anything away because we still live those memories, we had that connection, we shared those moments, and it's not like it was a waste, it's not like they're suddenly gone and never happened. They still happened, but we're human and we move on, and, you know, I, I feel like I just had this thought that, of course, having childhood friends is really valuable, but also if you don't feel entirely at home with them, then what's the point of holding on, you know? It's high school, people are just like running around different friends all the time, and that's just how that works. So with so much focus on my own patterns this year and me, I mean, I just spoke about all the self-care stuff, um, I wasn't as reliant or clingy to my friends, all of my friends, which really filtered out who wanted to be there for me and who didn't. Because with some people, as soon as you start giving them your usual attention, they fall out. And it happens. Again, we're human. You can't control that. And I've learned to be totally okay with that. If someone wants nothing to do with me after I don't talk with them for like a week, so be it. Because I know there are people there that will stick with me even when I go silent for months. Like, we will still have that connection. A lot of what I'm trying to convey right now is present in... Uh, finding the right circle in that episode. So if you wanted, you know, a little more elaboration there, please do consider listening to that episode. But as a result, um, I have less close friends, less friends at all, actually. I've become more of a, like, small group-oriented person. Um, So less friends, but a lot more meaningful connections, which I, I believe is just a lot more valuable and something I would rather have. So, school. Um, this is more of a recent thing. Uh, this one's not nearly as long as the first two, but especially after math this year. My goodness. Um, <laughs> I've made school-related decisions with my mental health in mind because um, math was awful. <laughs> um, 
but I no longer grind schoolwork unless I feel able and mentally prepared, and I allow myself to take breaks without feeling guilty. Because I know that if I smash my head against a desk, um, it is only going to get worse and my work is going to be crap. So <laughs> that is not a thing I do anymore, not a thing I think about as much anymore. I'm going to be honest, I think about it sometimes, but I know it's not good for me. Um, but yeah, basically the whole theme um, around these three things is just keeping my health in mind which is so important and I feel like I'm just so much happier that way. Um, you know, not thinking about what other people think and just focusing on me has really just made everything in my life better. I don't regret um, any of these changes or perspective shifts in the slightest. So, the fun little part of the episode where I talk about the most notable events, changes, and new experiences. I will say, as a trigger warning, there is a mention of loss. Um, in this section. So please do skip ahead. But yeah, so I'm going to go through these in order. There's only four things, but with all these four things, um, there's something valuable to learn and something valuable to just speak about in each of them. So for starters, um, beginning of the year, so let's say like January to March, um, I, you know, made a bunch of new friends and okay, I say a bunch. <laughs> I got really close with like five people. And, you know, talking about my contrast from, you know, the end of 2020 to the beginning of 2021 and 2021 in general is just drastic. It's huge. <laughs> um, but, you know, having these friends and just talking with them every night, playing video games on Discord um, was just such a breath of fresh air from how suffocating the end of 2021 or 2020 was. But honestly, pretty self-explanatory. Made new friends. It was great. I'm still very much friends with them coming to the end of 2021. But with the mention of a new appreciation, I don't just mean those friends. I mean all of my friends. Because as I spoke about earlier, um, 2021 in particular has been filtering out a lot of the people who I thought were, you know, quote-unquote close friends, but were really just there because I was putting in a lot of effort to keep them there. Um, so it made me appreciate the friends that I did have so, so much more. And yeah, other than that, pretty self-explanatory. So um, in February, um, I went from being single to not single. So also pretty self-explanatory, but I've learned a lot from this relationship and so many things have changed in terms of how I handle certain situations and my confidence. I do get questions about relationships and dating and though I've only been dating ever for just over 10 months, I feel like there's a lot I want to say, but I'll keep this the shortened, maybe like a little teaser for a future episode. The first big thing was speaking up to my family because let's just say <laughs> I have a very protective family. Um, and telling like my mom, my brother, my dad being like, hey, I like this guy and he likes me back and like something could happen here was absolutely terrifying, but I still did it. Do I regret it? No, not at all because that was a step I'd have to take at some point and nothing is ever as scary as it seems, at least for the most part. Was it scary? Yes, absolutely. It was terrifying, <laughs> but again, we still did it and I'm in one piece. We made it. I am in a happy relationship. We're smooth sailing. Speaking up to my family was just a huge step, um, especially in terms of like relationships and guys. 
it, it was weird. It was awkward, but it happened. I also became, you know, a lot more open and vocal when there was an issue at hand that I wanted to resolve. So especially with my boyfriend, when, you know, I notice something when I, you know, am not like comfortable with something, then I will say it with no shame. And that's because I feel comfortable. Like he creates a place where I'm comfortable to speak up about how I truly feel. And I'm going to be honest, I have a long ways to go because I'm young and I've only been dating this guy for like over 10 months. But honestly, huge confidence booster, confidence booster in terms of speaking up about how I feel, which for a lot of people, unfortunately, isn't the case. I feel like with this relationship, I've gotten a lot more vocal outside of it too, because I'm like, hey, why can't I feel this, you know, freedom of speech and freedom of, you know, speaking up when I'm uncomfortable with something? So oddly enough, that is something that I've gotten out of this relationship as well. So, you know, with dating, I I didn't think I'd be dating this early, but like my brother, for example, has been dating this girl since they were in grade seven. Um, They're both like 26 right now, which is insane. But in my mind, if they can make it work, then I believe that, you know, there's something valuable here and we can make it work too. So anyway, I will gladly talk more about this subject in another episode because that is literally only the surface. Next, uh, something that tears me apart. So um, I will uh, let you guys know, it does get negative from here because if I'm honest, like the last uh, half of this year has been um, a little brutal, if I'm honest. Um, But it does get a little negative if you're not really here for like, know the down energy i'll try not to make it like too too sad and depressing of course but um if you're not in the mood to you know be sad then again please please do skip ahead um but august kind of um swimming was taken out of the picture for me and for some people it might be like yeah whatever you can't always stick to a sport when you get older you're bound to you know lose sports (laughs) or whatnot but I was really attached to swimming. It was like half of my life, if I'm honest. And it sent me spiraling for a month after, you know, hearing the news that my coach was leaving and whatnot because I had a really great connection with my coach. He was such an inspiring person and he believed in me and whatnot. I speak so much about this and how I'm dealing with change and it's a very emotional um, of an episode. So if you were interested in listening, again, do go listen to that one once we're done here. But it was, it was pretty devastating. You know, on the bright side, it gave me more time to myself and it gave me more time to focus on my other activities, uh, which was really valuable for me. And, you know, we've all lost things to COVID and we've all made sacrifices and we're all in the same boats of, wow, this sucks. So just knowing that I'm not alone has helped me tremendously but it doesn't take away from the fact that it's still really unfortunate that it's never going to be the same. <laughs> um, but losing swimming has also forced me to come up with new ways to stay active. For example, I run now, which sounds ridiculous because, you know, <laughs> last year I would have told you that I, I hated running and I never wanted to run ever if I didn't have to. But look where we are today. Things change and, you know, swimming being completely out of the picture has opened my eyes, let's say. Um, 
moving on to something that happened uh, two days ago as I was writing this script. As I'm recording this audio, it's been well over a week, but um, unfortunately, my community has had to deal with yet another loss, and this was someone that attended my school, someone I saw on a daily basis, and it was awful. Of course, it was devastating. It was heartbreaking. Um, For me personally, this was um, intensely triggering uh, because I lost um, one of my closest friends in 2019 to another freak accident. Um, It was frustrating because I didn't know this person as well as I knew my friend in 2019, but I was so affected and it had me so much more broken than it felt like it should have because, you know, this person's sister, this person's partner, this person's family, you know, why do I feel so broken? Why do I feel as if this person was my close friend or I was related to them? And, you know, I spoke to someone and it's like, it's trauma. It's a trigger from 2019. And I think hearing that and understanding that gave me peace of mind. But, you know, the whole community was just so broken and it still is um and it's not the way anyone wanted to end their year but it's how life goes and it happens to the best of us so i just have to learn to move forward and learn to understand that again we are all in this boat together and we we are all experiencing these things and Hopefully, to those of you listening who were involved with this can understand that, and hopefully that gives you guys the same peace of mind it gives me. But, you know, this topic deserves to be talked about, but maybe not on this podcast and not too much right now. So, moving on with respect, of course, is my plans for the remainder of the year to kind of lighten up the mood a little bit. Um, But uh, winter break... (laughs) is a thing right now. And originally the plan was to not work on weekdays because I only work on weekends um, so that I can spend time with my loved ones and really just embrace this let loose, relax, health focused, you know, type year. Um, But mm, surprise, surprise, my boss was like, "Mm, no. So (laughs) um, unfortunately I am working on uh, weekdays, so a little more than I usually do. But they're short shifts. I I believe in myself to make it through. And my plans that I've scheduled are still all going through. So let's talk about them. Um, firstly, going to Vancouver with my friends. I'm so incredibly, incredibly, incredibly excited. Um, so this is something we were meant to do in spring of 2020. For obvious reasons, that did not happen. Yikes. But I'm so incredibly excited. Um to just spend the day with some of my favorite people, literally ever. Um, next is ghost skating. Um, I've been wanting to go skating for like well over a month now, and everyone who knows me in person knows um, I will not shut the heck up about it. Um, but that's because I'm just really excited. So I do have skating scheduled, and oh my goodness, like my heart is like racing a little as I speak because. Um, you know, I spent years of my life skating. I used to do figure skating and, you know, I dabbled in hockey, which is something we are never going to speak about. But in conclusion, I love skating. I will be going skating before the year ends. 
and it's very exciting. Next is to watch movies with my boyfriend. When we are going to find time to do this? I have absolutely no idea because we are both working and he works more than me. So it'll, it'll be a time to figure that out, but it is something we plans to do um, in terms of actually planning. We'll see how that goes. Also, just baking, cooking, eating, that is all stuff I want to do over the break. Um, I gave my friends cake pops for Christmas, and I was really proud of the way they turned out, so yay, go me. Um, eating good food, of course, my brother's a chef, I'm sure he'll cook up something great for us um, over the holidays, <laughs> no pressure, <laughs> um, but genuinely really excited. Also excited to just sleep in a little bit, I mean... <sighs> I don't know about sleeping in anymore now that I have work, but, you know, sleeping in in the sense that I don't need to wake up and worry about school. I get to worry about work now. So exciting. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to try not to dwell on that. Um, but let's talk about the year ahead, aka 2022. Um, so I have a list of goals. There's five goals. I don't want to call them New Year's resolutions because that term, uh, frightens me if I'm honest and I can't say I'm a firm believer in just starting something on like January 1st and like forcing yourself to stick to it I feel like firstly that's not the most effective and not the most not the most sustainable I guess but that's that's an opinion that's a me thing um firstly I would like to continue to dedicate time every night to journaling I've been successful at doing this for over a year now just putting aside 30 to 45 minutes, um, like I plan to journal after this and it's great for my health. It's great for just like winding down after a busy day. Second, I'd like to continue to prioritize my health. So again, the big theme of choosing myself and my health, um, has just been huge and I would love to keep that up because I'm just happier this way. Third is to develop my consistency in nightly meditation. Um, this one, again, I tried doing this year. I've picked it up the past month, and I'm so much more consistent than I was earlier this year, but it's something I'd like to work on, and I don't want to just hop right into meditating every single night. Again, my goal here is to develop my consistency, not meditate every night. So hopefully we can hop back on that train in 2022. Fourth is to drink more water and to just stay conscious of my water intake and not just drink coffee <laughs> as my daily fluid. Um, but I've always been super dehydrated, <laughs> and it's something I've been trying to work towards, but have not been too successful with, so we'll keep working on that in 2022, something to keep in mind at least. And lastly, I would like to wake up before or around 6 a.m. actually feeling rested, which is something a lot of people say I wouldn't like to genuinely try because this year has really opened my eyes to like the importance of sleep and how sleep is actually important. So I would like to feel rested in 2022. So that's a wrap for my goals. And lastly, the very last thing of this episode is the end of the year Q&A. I've got four questions from you guys and I just wanted to connect with you guys a little before the end of the year. So First question, an obvious one, something I get asked quite frequently, if anything, is 
why did you start this podcast or, you know, what inspired me to start this podcast? Um, I honestly just, I like talking <laughs> and I use this podcast as not only a way to be there for other people because I, I love feeling like I can help someone, but also because it, it almost feels like therapy to me, just getting my words out and just speaking because if you've been a listener from the beginning, you'll know I have a lot of trouble opening up to people directly. So just me sitting in my room in front of my computer and just talking, it, it does it does a lot for me. It's very similar to journaling, but I'm speaking. So it's kind of like baby steps to being able to open up verbally to someone. Um, but I also just like having this kind of connection with my community and my friends, you know? I wake up some days or sometimes at school before I go to bed and I get these messages from you guys and you know especially when I this the first episode I released entering high school I got so many messages being like this was so helpful this like made me feel right at home like you're really inspiring whatnot it makes me feel really good about myself and I I appreciate it endlessly so I just like connecting with you guys I like talking and it does good for me next question is what is your favorite traits about yourself um, I feel like this is a really cute question. <laughs> Typically, it's asked by people that just want you to say something nice about yourself, which is very thoughtful and kind. Um, I have to say my drive and my discipline. I feel like <sighs> I was really tempted to say stubborn. I'm not a huge fan of my stubbornness, but I think how I fix sate, fixate on goals, not hyperfixate, but just keep my head in the game, if you will, um, and just keep pushing through until... I reach my goals. I, I do value that trait about myself a lot and I'm glad I have it. But yeah. So my very last question here, I had I had quite a few questions um, that I wanted to, to answer, but these are what we went with. So very last one is, would you consider yourself an empath? Are there ways you can tell other people are empaths? So yes, I understand. Um, these are two questions. Um, same person asking them though. So I'm like, okay, we're going to put this to one. So yes, I would consider myself an empath. I can't identify like specific feelings, but I can identify if someone's down or happy or if they're trying to mask something. I feel like I'm pretty good at taking that kind of hints. Um, and I do believe there are ways you can tell other people are empaths. For me, I can tell others are empaths in the way they speak to me. You know, you always have a choice of what to say, and I feel like empaths are different in what they choose to say. You know, you have all these thoughts running through your head, but it's you that selects what gets conveyed and what gets spoken. But, I mean, I, I get shooting off at the mouth. I mean, that's basically this podcast for me, but I feel like empaths just have this way of speaking, have this way of, you know choosing what they say that's so specific and that's kind of how I pick them out um but this is a really interesting question that's why I chose it because it was so different and like not as surface level as the other ones but very interesting question I liked answering it um but yeah that wraps up um this episode it was not nearly as long as I thought it was going to be but I feel like I got a lot in and it was a very compressed episode with a lot of information so that's it, everyone, for 2021. Um, 
massive thank you. Biggest thank you ever um, for listening to this episode. Um, If you listen to it all the way through, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Uh, Let me know and I know who to appreciate specifically. Um, But seriously, for those of you who have listened to all my episodes, even if you're just listening to this one, for listening at all, I truly, truly do appreciate it. This year has been crazy for everyone. And yeah, like words can't describe, you know, how much I appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to listen to me ramble. But I really hope you guys have also made valuable connections, have learned valuable lessons, and have had many of new positive experiences in 2021. And I hope it only goes better for you in 2022. We're all in this together. We can all work through these challenges together. And remember, if you need anyone to talk to, I'm here for literally all of you, whether I know you or not, I'm here for you. So that's all. Please take care. Have a happy holidays and a new year. Next episode is going to come out late January, just so you guys know, so I can settle into the new year with the new, you know, mindset kind of thing of moving from one year to another. But um, again, Thank you. Please do refill that glass of water I asked you to grab in the beginning of the episode. And I will talk to you guys next year. Bye now.